Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Sunday my friends and welcome of course to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we start today's show by looking back at another big old bumper game day across the TalkSport network. Brentford here today looking for their first away victory in the Premier League. But it's a penalty which Ivan Tony will take. Tony, short run-up, right-footed penalty, makes absolutely no mistake. Ivan Tony, who scored and also had two goals disallowed, right to the challenge of Kilman down the left-hand side, pulls it back, and Buemo! Brilliant goal for Brentford! They lead by two goals to nil! Brentford, as I say, in every way, this has been a textbook away performance. Punched away by Gaeta, Cater at the edge of the area, oh! oh! Nabi Cater <laughs> with a sublime left-footed volley, makes it Liverpool 3 Crystal Palace nil. They're as good as anybody Liverpool in the Premier League, as we've seen over the last three or four seasons. As new signings go, there have been quite some stunning headline-making arrivals in this last few weeks. Bailey oh, has been played through by Ings. He's darting down the left-hand side. He's nodded the ball into the penalty area. A left-footed drive. Hello! Smash! Grab! Wallop! Welcome to Villa Park. Leon Bailey. And game day returns next Saturday. Oh, this is an early plug. With Chelsea against Man City. Yeah, I see why it's an early plug. That one kicks us off. Now, Liverpool moved to the top of the Premier League table with a 3-0 win over Crystal Palace. Here's the best of the reaction from that game that was, of course, live on TalkSport 2. It goes into the box and it's touched over the keeper and onto the post. Alisson makes a brilliant save from Zaha. He pulls off an absolutely outstanding save. What a save that was. Benteke heads it down off the post again. And you can't follow up at this point. And out it goes for a goal kick. And they've hit the post twice. Mane, deep cross to the far post. Henderson comes in. Brilliant save, Gaeta. Liverpool coming forward. And it's a brilliant header. Brilliant save and shot. And Myers over from four yards out. Surely he couldn't miss. Well, he did. Skied it over the bar. What a huge opportunity, and that should have been 1-0 Liverpool. Simicas raises both arms, drills in the corner to Salah at the near post. Brilliant save. Mane on the follow-up. 1-0 Liverpool. Super finish from Mane. What is that, 10 goals in nine games against Crystal Palace? Yep. Absolutely first class. Ward, good ball into the box. Edward is free, but good save by Alisson. Makes it 2-0 to Liverpool. Mo Salah makes it Liverpool 2, Palace 0. Uh, it's a fantastic finish from Mo Salah. Punched away by Gaeta. Cater at the edge of the area. Oh! oh! Nabi 
Naomi Keita with a sublime left-footed volley. Liverpool are going top, and they're going top in some style. The two boys um, helped us a little bit in the last few years, and Saad um, scored today goal number 100 in all competitions for Liverpool, which is absolutely an incredible achievement um, and I'm really happy for the boys because I really think if you work as hard as the boys do you should get you should get a reward for that and they, they took that today they had to bide their time today I have to say and they didn't really look comfortable until that second goal went in but after that you know you yeah. always thought that a third goal was going to come for Liverpool and it looks convincing today but I have to say Crystal Palace will rue the opportunities that they had in the game obviously there's a, a big difference between uh, between them and ourselves because when they had their moment when they had their chances they take it and, and we didn't take ours they're going to go close you know, we talked about the importance of Virgil van Dijk and keeping the players as fit as they possibly can and when they, when they have got everybody fit they're as good as anybody Liverpool in the Premier League as we've seen over the last three or four seasons elsewhere Man City were held to a goalless draw against Southampton that can't be yeah they were in front of a full-capacity crowd at the Etihad. Oh, that can't be yeah, no, they were. Hmm. Just a day after Pep Guardiola. Guardiola urged more fans to get behind the team. Should have stayed at home. Here's the best of the reaction on Talk Sport. Manchester City nil, Southampton nil. The referee, John Moss, has just blown the final whistle. Well, the fans turned out in force just as Pep Guardiola had requested. A capacity crowd at a sun-drenched Etihad. But for once, Pep's players failed to deliver. City were lethargic. Normally we create a lot more um, clear-cut chances at home as well. So, um, yeah, something to work on. Um, yeah, surely we'll be back um, scoring more goals at the Etihad again. Southampton can take plenty of encouragement from this performance. City drawing a rare blank at home. Final score, Manchester City nil, Southampton nil. It's not about that. Today the problem was our build-up. It was not good. When normally it was good, we could have created more, more chances. Yeah, it's quite frustrating at times. Um, we didn't create um, clear-cut chances like we normally do. Um, but, you know, Southampton made it difficult. And then sometimes you get these games in the Premier League that are really difficult. So, you know, we can't be too hard on ourselves. We've just got to go again in, in the next game. Is it going to be a penalty kick? John Moss is just biding his time and he's uh, said no penalty. No penalty is the decision. So Southampton thought they've got a spot kick. Instead, John Moss has reviewed the decision. The penalty, uh, uh, when it is a clear wrong decision and he sees that it is a clear wrong decision, what he take here, then he have to overrule it. For me, it was not a clear wrong decision, to be honest. Now, Arsenal made it back-to-back wins with victory over the mighty Burnley. Wolves lost to Brentford, Villa thrashed Everton and Norwich suffered their fifth straight defeat of the season, losing 3-1 at home to Watford. Here's how the rest of the Premier League action unfolded. Good word across the TalkSport network. Burnley nil, Arsenal 1. What a free kick by Martin Odegaard. Martin, again, he's uh, not been with here a lot, but uh, he's becoming one of the leaders. The way he conducts himself, the personality he has to play every time on the pitch, and then for the defensive work that he does. He's a really talented player, one of, one of my, our most talented players, but he's the first one to run, to track back and to work, and 
he cannot have any better examples about that. And we've got a penalty for the home side here at Turf Moor, Dave Rowe. Penalty to Burnley, Burnley nil after one, and the penalty all of Arsenal's own making. Ben White slack back pass, Ramsdale off his line, has taken down Matre Vidra, and the penalty no has been pen. ruled out. The penalty has been ruled out, Burnley are furious. Um, I think it's a clear and obvious error. I'm not quite sure how obvious that was for VAR to get involved with. That's what I would say. You know, the, the referee seemed clear in his mind it was a penalty, um, and then he, and then it's overturned. So these are all question marks. But like I say, I've got to be careful today because the keeper does get a touch on it. But I think we know in previous season that's that is absolutely given as a penalty. It's back-to-back wins for the Gunners, one nil to the Arsenal once again, and certainly the goal that won it, no question at all, a stunning strike by Martin Odegaard. The spirit down there it was terrific, and and it's always is to be fair. It's definitely changed from the minute I got here you know settle in and you know, I think when the transfer window is done it starts to get the team together and um, you know I think there's a real good click uh, among the group Tony short run up right footed penalty makes absolutely no mistake and Brentford take the lead we have some decent players in this team uh, and Ivan is one of them and he was outstanding I completely agree that is it it's a landmark day for Brentford Football Club their first away victory in the Premier League and well-deserved. Brentford, as I say, in every way, this has been a textbook away performance. These players keep giving, keep impressing me and there's more to come from them. But of course, I'm yeah, crazy proud. Wolves with their fourth game without a goal so far in this young season. And if they don't sort it out, it could be a very long, hard winter. They need to have that real, real composure, but say control but need to be clinical from the past the, the team don't, don't score too much goals they, they have one two one two one two per per game so the, the average of the goals is not not big so we try in a different way to, to create more chances to increase that average but in the end when you look back the way you, we create a lot of chances and for now we just have two goals and three points is a little bit frustrating for us Cash in behind Dinia into the area played in by Douglas Luiz Matthew Cash scores a fantastic goal in front of me Holton, it's an absolute belter. I just want to keep getting in positions as a fullback bombing on and, and uh, yeah, keep practicing the left foot finish. Bailey has been played through by Ings. He's darting down the left-hand side. He's nodded the ball into the penalty area. A left-footed drive. Hello! Smash! Grab! Wallop! Last week was an unjust scoreline and, and probably this week is an unjust scoreline. I thought the game was tighter than, than a 3-0. What we did against uh, Barnley the other day, three goals in a few minutes and killing the game uh, we had the same situation today and it's a pity because I think that the first half we did well and the goal is given and surely now Watford are going to claim all three points at Carrow Road and surely now it's going to be played five lost five for Norwich City at what already looks like turning into a miserable Premier League season Malisar puts it in empty net VAR working perfectly where it probably hasn't been working perfectly in other grounds that we've been hearing today. Two for Saar, three for Watford. The Watford fans chanting VAR on the far side of the field. It's Norwich 1, Watford 3. I think the, the team today was was the control about the game and uh, it's perfect because he's uh, one step forward. Norwich 1, Watford 3, boos at full time. Norwich at state bottom, still without a point. They were beaten by a far more streetwise and slick side in Watford who are a constant threat on the counter-attack. If you produce these mistakes, uh, then everyone is disappointed and of course, and also all supporters. We are not happy with the result today and also especially not very happy with our defensive behaviour. Now we can bring you more on the news that broke on yesterday's podcast at Derby County are set to go into administration. The club could be deducted as much as 21 points 
but on the pitch, Wayne Rooney's side beat Stoke by two goals to one. Shortly, we'll hear from the likes of Tony Cascarino and Matty Murray. But first, here's the Derby boss himself reacting to the news. Derby have blamed the coronavirus pandemic for their decision to go into administration. They made the announcement last night, meaning they face a 12-point deduction in the championship. Derby face a further 9-point deduction for breaching the EFL's financial restrictions. In the last 12 months, two attempted takeover bids have fallen through. And I say quite straightforwardly, we cannot stress enough how devastating it is to be forced into this situation. I felt it's been building um, and something was, was going to happen, but... Um, when you first hear that news, um, it is a disappointment, and um, I know how upsetting that is. Um, firstly, for the fans, um, because it's hard to take, um, but also for myself and the players, it's a difficult position for us all to be in. There's always been a different charge hanging over us, potential points, deductions, and and I think we've always kind of worked knowing that there's going to be something hit us at some point. Did we see yesterday coming? No. Obviously, a club of Derby size, you like to think with all the fan base and everyone else, someone would take over, but it's going to take a long time to recover. They have been negligent and they have really rolled the dice as a football club to be as competitive and some might say to get back to the, the Premier League. Derby have chased and they've chased and they've chased and they've chased and they've not got the golden ticket. They've not got the golden ticket and now they may go out of business. It's not just the players, it's the people around the club. People will probably lose their jobs as a result of this. And a number of local derbies, uh, businesses around the Derby area will, will lose money because there'll be a settlement and they won't get what they're owed. This will have a huge impact, not just on the town, the football supporters, but on many, many people as well. It's a very worrying time and it just shows what a fragile existence some of our oldest clubs have. I'm committed to this football club. Um, I care about the players, I care about the staff I work with. Um, and I'll do everything in my power to help us get through this. No, it's not in my nature. It's not in... I won't let it come into the change room. It's not in the gaffer's nature. You know, no white flags, no towels thrown in. Counts should be looked at more regularly. How is it allowed to develop, develop, develop to this day? Should be checked on more regularly. If Derby don't come, come out of administration properly, there could be another 15-point penalty applied. We have to act with um, pride and dignity and go out and do our jobs and... Um, try and make this club attractive for potential investors. And we end the show by looking ahead to a huge game in the Premier League this afternoon as Spurs host Chelsea. It sees two of the best strikers in the league face off as Harry Kane will do battle with Romelu Lukaku. They won't be doing battle at all. They're, I mean, literally, they couldn't be further apart. One will be up that end, the other. Anyway, who would you rather have in your team? We'll hear from both managers shortly, but first is Tony Cascarino, who thinks the England captain is the better option. Filicueta looking for Lukaku, rises with a header! Oh, what a brilliant header it is! And Romelu Lukaku's return to England continues to deliver for Chelsea. Out to Reguilon on the near side, that's a great cross for Kane! Diving header into the net, and Tottenham have the lead! What a flying header from Harry Kane! There's one big one, they score decisive goals, and they love scoring, and they always did score, no matter no matter in which uh, competitions, so that is the similarity. Apart from this, they're very different players, very different style of play. I'd take Kane over Lukaku. I think he's slightly better. That's nothing away from Romelu. We're talking really fine margins here. But I think Romelu will score more goals than Kane this year because he's in a better team. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, it's not rocket science, mm-hmm. is it? I think mm-hmm. Romelu will outscore Harry Kane this year. Kane is there! 
there, and Kane scores and pierces the atmosphere of the King Power Stadium. Harry Kane scores for Tottenham Hotspur. Once he has the balls, he's one of the the most dangerous uh, guys in the world uh, to to finish attacks. Left footed drive. He does have a second one now. What a finish from Romelu Lukaku. Football is not about individually. Football is about the team, the squad, uh, the game. Every action of every play is important in terms of offensive, in terms of defensive. Chelsea is much more than Romelu Lukaku. It's, it's a very good team. He's been talked about by every manager that works with him, talks about him more than any other player because they feel they need to. At the moment, he's back in the right place and he wants to prove he should never have been allowed to leave Chelsea. So that's it for another podcast, you think. Thanks for listening on Talks by Apple, wherever you get your podcasts from. I just don't care. Make sure, of course, you hit that subscribe button. I do care about that. I'm back tomorrow night on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. Some say the best sports bar of the week. Alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy, taking your calls and more on the weekend's action. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks Sports Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. But until then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.